Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. Beginning in verse 1, we read, Now after these things, the Lord also appointed seventy others, and sent them two by two ahead of him into every city and place where he was about to come. And then he said to them, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore to the Lord of the harvest that he may send out laborers into his harvest. While Jesus chose, ministered to, and empowered twelve men to be his apostles, he did not stop with those twelve. For here we have a record of his appointment of seventy others, all to be both disciples and servants and to take the gospel into the streets and the byways of the world. The need was, and is yet today, a great one. It's not that there's a shortage of Christians, but rather a shortage of laborers. And even today, there are untold millions of professed believers in Christ and His salvation. But receiving from Christ and returning unto Him our love, our allegiance, our obedience and service, These are two very different things. The disciple-servant's walk, well, frankly, is an uncrowded road. Now, ironically, in the meantime, those who hold up, or hold to, rather, false religions of the world, they seem quite ready and willing to sacrifice for their false gods. In fact, many are ready to even give up their lives. But you see, Satan, it seems, has tricked the evangelical Christians through prosperity, self-entitlement, and that fine art of distraction. Satan has tricked us into a worldly faith that is not really faith at all. It's a religion of me. It's a religion that is focused wholly upon the receiving of God's blessing and none of the passion of Romans 12.1, which says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will accept. And when you think of what he has done for you, is this too much to ask? Now, the reality of our faith is that we are called to be servants. Examples are many. Psalms 2.11, Serve the Lord with fear. Psalms 100, verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness. 1 Corinthians 15, 58, be always abounding in the work of the Lord. And the list goes on. Go, verse 3 says, go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry no purse, nor wallet, nor sandals. Greet no one along the way. Now, this is both an awesome and daunting call of God, but let us make note that it is indeed the calling of God. We have read this passage and frankly ignored the details. Firstly, did God really call you to the ministry you are seeking? I mean, Adam and Eve... They were the first to want something so badly they failed to hear what God had already said to them. 
Now man has been repeating that error over and over for centuries. Indeed, God has called each and every one of us to ministry, each and every one of us to a position in the body of Christ. And this is an overwhelming scriptural truth. It's undeniable. But we must be very careful whenever we want to say, quote, God told me, end quote. Ezekiel 14, 14 warns us against this. It says, Then the Lord said, These prophets are telling lies in my name. I did not send them. I did not tell them to speak. I did not give them any messages. They prophesy of visions and revelations they have never seen or heard. They speak foolishness made up in their own lying hearts. And then in Ezekiel 13, 6 and 7, They have envisioned futility and false divination, saying, Thus says the Lord, But the Lord has not sent them, yet they hope that the word may be confirmed. Have you not seen a futile vision, and have you not spoken false divination? You say, the Lord says, but I have not spoken. God has given us scriptural methods concerning how he speaks to humanity, how he chooses men and women for positions within the body of Christ. Faithfulness, preparation, maturity, consistency, all these things play into God's call upon an individual. He has designated methods of direction and methods of discovery of the likes of godly counsel, the written word, uh, the manifestation of his direction in one's life. I mean, we know from the rest of scripture without it even being said that these 70 that are spoken of in this passage, they were proven servants of Christ. And because of this, he called them to greater things because they had been faithful in the lesser. You need to know, however, that if God has indeed made that call according to all these points in scripture, then he will indeed supply your need and he will fulfill your ministry. Verse five says, into whatever house you enter, first say, peace be to this house. And if A son of peace is there, your peace will rest on him, and if not, it will return to you. Now, one overwhelming point of God's service and our place in the body of Christ is the issue of peace. If we are in the right place, there will be peace in our heart as to the decision. Peace is not a a feeling of relief or lack of pressure. We need to know that. I mean, certainly removing oneself from the front lines of battle, well, that will bring us peace. But the peace of God comes through obedience, through honest evaluation, through adherence to the totality of God's word. Because you see, peace is something that is both within us and without. If I am in the will of God, there is peace in myself individually, as well as within the rest of my greater body, quote-unquote. This peace that we have, it's not violent. It does not cause division. It does not strive with the rest of my body. In fact, the whole of my greater body, of which I am a part of, because of what I am doing, is calm and supportive. This is God's peace. Peace travels with you into your assignment and resides around you like the very Spirit of God Himself in all that you do. 
If a son of peace does indeed move, according to the will of God, the peace resides how and where he goes, and right into the work that it's assigned to him. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. Thank you.